What's the deal with narcissists and money? That's what we're talking about today, queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So we all know that narcissists like to use money to control us, right? Even just a tiny bit of money can give a narcissist a big old power trip, doesn't it? It might kind of start small, little things. They take your name off the accounts or you know, they put the house in their name and not your name. Little things. Then it gets bigger. It can go all the way up to stealing, threats, extortion. No, sh no kidding. No kidding. There are two sides to this coin. In addition to power, narcissists who very often were deprived of love early in their lives, whether it was because they had a narcissistic parent themselves or an abusive parent, or because they themselves could not receive the love that was given to them, they are always looking for a replacement for love. And guess what one of their favorites happens to be? Yep, money. Money is really like the ultimate substitute for love, according to a narcissist. Of course, the way they think, you know, they've got those grandiose thought patterns, and that puts them in a very interesting place with money. See, they think they should have money. They think they do have money even when they don't. And they think they have every damn right to spend every damn penny that they have, they can get their hands on when it comes to money. They deal with reckless spending, sometimes they gamble, sometimes they use drugs, sometimes they just compulsively shop. In any case, narcissists very often have a very confusing relationship with money. So not only do they use it to abuse and control us, but they also use it to prove to themselves somehow that they are worthy. They use it to substitute for love in their lives. Of course, this leads them to what a lot of people call kind of far out thinking, right? They kind of become irresponsible and short-sighted. They think they're immune to what could happen. They go into debt. They commit crimes of the financial nature. They hurt people around them with money or a lack thereof. They lie about how much money they make. They lie about how much money you make. They lease fancy cars they can't afford just in order to appear to have more money. They are greedy, but at the same time, they're cheapskates, at least when it comes to things that you want and need. How about that? Often they live above their means. They think they only need the best things, the things that are the most expensive, and yet at the same time, they expect you to accept the very minimal, the very least, unless, of course, it's something that they could show off in public and say, look what I bought that person that I'm with. Look, I'm not saying that everybody doesn't have desires that involve money. Everybody wants something, right? Everybody would like to have some nice clothes, a nice place to live, gourmet food, maybe, you know, big diamonds to wear all over the place. Everybody wants something and it's not, it's human nature, it's our society. The narcissists become obsessed with money. They worry about how much money they have, they worry about how much money other people have. They wonder how they get more money. How can they keep their money from other people, including their supply, i.e. their closest family members and friends. They think about who they can manipulate to get more money. And this includes, unfortunately, family members who they might inherit money from. They think of money as a substitution for being loved. They think of money as a substitution for affection, for general warmth. That's why a narcissist often, who can afford to, will purchase an expensive gift to try to suck you back in once you've discarded them or they have discarded you. Many narcissists, I was just watching a rerun the other day, accidentally it came up on Hulu while I was working, 
and and in the background and i noticed that um De desperate housewives the, the um character carlos purchased and at the beginning of of the series he actually kind of appeared very narcissistic i think that changed over the series but his original character makeup was pretty narcissistic and his way of you know soothing his wife was to buy her very expensive jewelry and that's a common narcissistic behavior for those who can afford to do that the thing about narcissists they spend money even when they can't they put their families in debt i, I was mentioning this morning that my ex-narcissist used to go and steal all the money out of the bank account that we had and we didn't have a lot <laughs> he would go and steal all the money out of the bank account and i wouldn't be able to pay the bills i wouldn't be able to pay the rent feed the kid the one kid we had together um, things like that I would have to ask for help or figure out other ways to do that stuff it was terrible and I think narcissists do things like this all the time of course I was young and broke at the time but but the same the same type of behavior happens often where they don't consider the family needs they don't consider what everyone needs they just want what they want when they want it so they get it the thing about a narcissist is they believe that they are entitled to have the best things even when they don't have any money at all and so if they can't get that if they can't spend the money they'll steal the things that they want they fool themselves into thinking that in fact there will be money in the future there will be money to cover it even if that never happens they continue that pattern some of them bottom line they don't have a normal relationship with money you've got your show-off narcissist okay and then on the opposite end of that you've got your tight wide narcissist the one who won't spend a single penny on anything still usually these are the more covert types because they're not so concerned about external appearances they're more concerned about whatever their goal is and so they may not give you money to buy yourself or your children new clothes or they they may not buy themselves new clothes I, I knew one person who's now passed away uh, but he was so I don't even know that he was a narcissist he was something though uh, but he was so strange that he he was apparently a millionaire, but he was wearing his same holy clothes from like 1940 and living in one tiny room of his beautiful, amazing house, which he completely ignored the rest of the house. And when he went in the room, it literally looked like it was 1940 in there. It was very odd. Look, it's fine to be cheap, be frugal, whatever. I'm as cheap as they come. I'm always looking for the best deal I can find, right? But it's not okay to be pathological about it. If someone in your family needs something and you are responsible for providing the food or the clothing or the home that they need that's your job right narcissists don't see it that way they're like I deserve the best things and that's that and I don't care if it means my kids don't eat that week and I don't care if it means my wife has to figure out or my husband has to figure out how to pay the bills when I've taken all the money out of the bank account but even those who appear generous by for example you know giving big tips they don't do it to be nice to like I I get big tips I always do and I do that because I feel like it's a little tiny way I can pay it forward but it's a few extra bucks you know what I mean but narcissists will do it in order to establish themselves as somebody who's more important they won't quietly write an extra tip on the bill they will loudly proclaim the extra tip and they'll make a big show of handing them the hundred dollar bill or whatever just because it makes them seem important and wealthy they always want to seem wealthier than they are even a lot of times those who aren't one of the ways narcissists abuse us is through financial abuse they will be very generous giving us gifts but of course then they expect us to do whatever they say without question and if we don't we're a horrible person 
narcissists will be all about flaunting the money and they will even use it as a weapon against other people who are less fortunate than they. This of course includes you and other family members who are involved. Often narcissists will forbid their loved ones, they will forbid their loved ones from having access to money. This is, and when I say loved ones, I mean sources of narcissistic supply, let's be honest. This is one way that they abuse us by making us dependent on them for our food, our clothes, our home, anything that they can. They will, like my ex, steal from your family bank account sometimes and expect you to be totally fine with it and just deal with it because they deserve whatever they spent that money on. They will exploit you financially on every single level that they can. They will stop you from acquiring your own stuff. If you wanted to buy a car in your name, no way. They'll, they'll buy it in their name so they have control over the car. Sometimes they'll even, <laughs> I have one client who with her ex-narcissist, they purchased a car together. It was in her name and he tried to take the car from her. Luckily, she didn't fall for that one. They will do things like demand that every single gift or financial anything is in their name. They won't pay you the child support they owe you even when it's court ordered. And they'll say things like, what are you spending that money on anyway? How dare you get your nails done? You, I know you're spending, you know, my child support money on your nails. That's none of their damn business what you spend your child support money on as long as your child's taken care of. Mm. Is it? Sometimes they'll go so far as to even ask you to have power of attorney over you, which is not okay. They will open bank accounts in your name and refuse to allow you to have access. They'll make you give them the, your paycheck sometimes or not allow you to have a bank account in your own name. They'll ruin your credit by putting credit cards in your name and never paying them. And of course, the reason they do this is to keep you hostage because it makes you have to stay because you can't go anywhere without credit, can you? They'll lie to you about how much they owe and how much you owe. They'll max out credit cards without your knowledge and not pay the bills, like I just said. By ruining your credit, they force you to stay stuck with them. They force you to not be able to go anywhere. You see what I'm, where I'm going with this? Sometimes they'll prevent you from going to work. Like they'll say to you, we're in the middle of this big fight. How dare you think you're going to go to work? Isn't our relationship more important than your job? Well, of course, because if you lose your job, guess what? You're dependent and you can't go anywhere. See? As a matter of fact, one of the biggest reasons that people say they don't leave a narcissist is because of financial abuse, because they don't have access to money. It's the truth. So what are some other ways that a narcissist controls people through their finances? Well, first of all, you have to know that it's one of the most common tactics for control in a relationship with a narcissist. It's often a factor in varying degrees in these relationships. Some forms of financial abuse are subtle, like I explained to you just a moment ago, but in general, it's all about limiting their partners or people. <laughs> it's about limiting the access the narcissistic supply has to money. It's about hiding information about money. It's about controlling. Just like a lot of other forms of abuse, this is an intentional tactic that abusers use against you. It's all about entrapping you in the relationship. Some abusers will do this from the very first day of a relationship, believe it or not, while others wait until you try to leave before they actually start the abuse. So be aware of that. Here are a few shocking facts you might not believe about financial abuse. Number one being, that it is really, I'm sure you already know, one of the very most powerful ways to keep a survivor trapped in an abusive relationship with a narcissist. It makes it really hard to stay safe when you've left someone and it makes it a lot less likely that you're going to leave in the first place if you don't have any access to money. Like I said, surveys indicate that one of the biggest reasons people stay in abusive relationships is money or lack thereof. Sometimes also return to abusive relationships because it's better than being homeless to them. Another study found that 
98% of abusive relationships involve some kind of financial abuse. This is especially true when children are involved. And many people are far more likely to tolerate this for the sake of the children. Here's another thing. Financial abuse is not socioeconomically, educationally, or racially not even culturally exclusive. It literally happens all the way across the board. Just like other forms of abuse by a narcissist like gaslighting, financial abuse begins very subtly at first. And to the victim, it might feel a whole lot like love, concern, being taken care of. Something that a lot of victims of narcissists report that they've never felt before. See how they're kind of twisting your experiences to get in there with you? So what are some of the signs that you might be experiencing abuse on a financial level from a narcissist. Well, number one, you're not allowed to work, or if you are, you're required to give your money to the narcissist. Number two, your narcissist has sabotaged your job opportunities, or even your actual job, by harassing or stalking you at work, or even stopping you from going to work, and you might actually have lost a job as a result. Number three, your family money is controlled entirely by the narcissist. Number four, you have no access to your own bank account, or you don't have a bank account. Number five, you're not included in financial decisions, including banking and investments. Number six, you are not allowed or encouraged to get job training or to seek any sort of schooling or training opportunities. Number seven, you've had to write bad checks or even to commit financial fraud just to get by. And number eight, your abuser has run up large amounts of debt and some of it in your name and quite honestly you have no say so about it and you might not even realize this at first. A few more signs. In some cases the narcissist might even refuse to work him or herself forcing the victim, you, to support him or her and in some cases won't even facilitate working by taking care of the kids or other responsibilities so if you need to work they won't facilitate that. Another thing is that your abuser has helped to ruin your credit score. That's a very common one, like I've discussed earlier. You've been forced to skip paying bills in order to indulge certain desires of the narcissist, or the narcissist has literally stolen from you your identity, your property, your inheritance, any of that stuff. Next up, you have been forced to give up any sort of public benefits that you've had, or you've been accused of cheating the system if you were able to get any help from the financial aid people or the public aid people. Uh, you may have been struggling financially and your ex or soon-to-be ex maybe refuses to pay child support while you take care of the kids or the narcissist threatens to leave you or throw you out into the street if you don't comply with his or her requests which you do because quite honestly you know that you can't make it without the narcissist they're all too happy to remind you of this they may tell you that you're not pulling your weight even if you're working full-time they might tell you that you're not pulling your weight even if you're working full-time and taking care of all the things. There's still something that you're not getting done to their satisfaction. So what are you supposed to do to deal with financial abuse? Well the first thing you need to do is get in organized and informed. You need to get birth certificates. You need to get all of these important documents or copies if you need to and keep them in a safe place. All right. Maybe you need birth certificates and social security cards, passports, bank statements, marriage certificates, documents related to your professional accomplishments or your degrees, statements for mortgage, credit card, etc., personal documents, family documents, that kind of stuff. The next thing you want to do is start saving any extra money that you can, whether this is cash that you stash and store at a friend's house or maybe you have a secret bank account somewhere. Point being, you're going to use this to leave the abuser when you can. 
Here's a little tip for you from me to you. You can earn a little extra money on the side by taking on freelance work, babysitting, cleaning houses, or gosh, even just getting a part-time job outside the house. Or use this tip I found from Oprah's financial guru back in the 90s, and it's one that works really well only spend paper money. Just don't ever spend any change. Save all your change, even if something costs just three cents, which it never does, but always pay with paper money and save the change. You will be shocked at how quickly this can add up. I actually was able to buy my son Christmas on my first single mom Christmas when I was much younger by doing this. Anyway, check out your credit card report, make sure there aren't any, I'm sorry, your credit report, and make sure there aren't any big fraudulent charges on it. If you do think there are a lot of charges on it that aren't supposed to be there, dispute them now because you're going to need to have your credit in order as soon as possible if you're going to leave. You need to create a budget. So figure out how much does stuff cost and, and how much, you know, how, what is a realistic and sustainable budget for me? Don't think to yourself, oh gosh, I'll just eat less and sew my own clothes because quite honestly, it's not realistic. Most likely, you're not going to have a really easy time with that. But figuring out where you can cut expenses when you're on your own, that's going to help. Next up, you need to change your PIN numbers, your access codes, and your passwords. So if the narcissist knows your passwords and your PIN numbers, be sure you change them or use different ones when you create new accounts so they can't keep track of you or, God, steal from you. Worse, right? Next up, be resourceful and do not feel bad asking for help, okay? So look into all the available options for you out there. If the system if the current situation does not allow you to wait around especially if you're being physically or sexually abused my friend you got to get out of there immediately I want you to check out the queenbeing.com emergency resources page for help but also you know do what you need to do talk to people around you talk to all kinds of places here's an example seek transitional housing maybe you need to find a friend or a family member who is willing to facilitate your exit by providing a safe place for you and your kids if you have any or to stay with while you transition from the abusive narcissist and their home to a new home of your own. If necessary, my friend, look into local shelters and programs, okay? I want you to start thinking about building your credit. If you can get a secured card and keep it somewhere safe, do it. Use it to make small purchases and keep it paid on time. This is going to help you to build your credit while you can't keep flying under that radar all right of course this leads me to the question of the day and the question of the day is have you been through financial abuse do you know what I'm talking about and what would you add to this list share your thoughts and your experiences mm -hmm. below and let's get a good discussion going all right thanks so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey thanks for letting me be a part of yours it really does mean a lot to me I'll see you soon it's my mission to teach others what I know to be true you really can create the life you want Take care of your body, take care of your soul, nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot, take it now, and the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.